Welcome to the WannaMakeABet.com podcast. I'm Jack. I'm here with Cello. And we're going to talk about some football. Every dumb Jet fan was calling in saying, We're going to blow out New England. We can't just beat them. We're going to make a statement. And then we're going to move on to Chicago. And we're going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> Cello. Jackalope. We're back. We're back. Week 13 is almost in the books. Got one more game tonight, and it happens to be uh, one of my top five. I have the Saints based on their recent history in Tampa, uh, but two and two going in on the top five. How was your weekend? The weekend was good. Um, you know, the Steelers, my Steelers gr- grinded out another win. Not pretty, but, you know, listen, at the end of the day, they got the win pretty much still alive i mean you know you never know now lamar's hurt so we get baltimore this week and maybe we could beat huntley and suddenly i don't know i just feel like tomlin is very very good at getting these guys to keep playing no matter what their record is and somehow if he can get to eight and nine or nine and eight was what he really needs to get to to keep that streak alive it would be pretty impressive but uh yeah like when the steelers win it's great obviously a couple games didn't go my way this week i had more 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 of them that did actually go my way i didn't have a bad week but yeah you funny. were uh we were just tallying this up before the show started you were nine and five on all your p- podcast picks so that was solid i was seven and seven um with one more game to go so right. yeah so- have- solid solid week for you what what is your line in the, in the contest on that saint game because i know it's come all the way down to three which is i think you probably got a favorable line with the saints you locked in i do i have three and a half Oh, okay. I thought maybe you had better than that because it opened at six. Uh, yeah, actually, you know what? I might have four and a half. I think but... you have four and a half, Jack, in your contest. I think you should look at that. I'm going to look at that right now. Yeah, I think um, you have a better line than you think. Yeah, but before we get into it, just some quick like housekeeping stuff from wannamakeabet.com. So I want to congratulate uh, member MacJet, who won the November All Sports. That's that's like the big cash league at the site where we give away cash based on how many people join. And he racked up like 3.4 million points for the month oh of November God. across. I mean, he was, you know, he's a great customer, great member of the site, of the community, um, is always playing in lots of leagues. He's in a private league also, but he was firing away on college football, NFL, NHL, NBA, uh, I think there was even was there baseball in November? All sports um, league is fun, man. It, yeah, it's, yeah. It's just wide open. So congrats to him. He wins cash based on how many people were in the league, and there were there were a few hundred. And I pay out one dollar for every person that was in the league. So very nice. You know, want to just keep keep the word going that uh, that's a fun free contest to be in every week. So we reset it, and now December has started. There's already over fifty people in that league. So uh, just just keep keep joining, folks, and. Um, yeah, aside from that, uh, and we're love that you have no downside and you can win cash. I mean, you have exactly. And we got the uh, we got the World Cup, all the World Cup games turned on for that. So that's that's really that's an added uh, that's an added fun thing that only happens every every few years. So can you bet tie in your in want to make a bet in soccer? You, you know, I have to turn that back on. I used to have, you know, the win, lose and the draw. And for some reason, when I replatformed this past summer, um, that feature came off. So it it's really off. only favorite and uh favorite and dog and i also have point spreads in there which is interesting, interesting. yeah, yeah like, like laying from, a goal from friends of mine that have been betting the soccer i'm i'm not i don't know anything about soccer admittedly but um 
a lot of them are betting draws and getting like plus 270 oh, yeah. on their money or something like, you know? Oh, yeah. And it the happens other, a lot in soccer. Happens a lot. And it's also, you win, even, even in the game like today, like the Croatia-Japan game was unbelievable this morning. Um, that when it when the game ends at full time even if it goes to penalty kicks it's a draw if it's one one at the end of regulation it's a the the draw bet cashes wow yeah interesting yeah huh um hold on i'm just checking my contest I not know that yeah i have three and a half with i like that hook well, let, let's go through the card um yeah. yeah, Sunday at one. A, we'll start off week, there. Man. The, the games were fun this week. Jacksonville, Detroit. Uh, wow, this was a this was a runaway train. You and I both like Detroit, but I kind of feel like we've been missing the boat to really sort of lean into Detroit these last couple weeks. They're just they're just playing great. And we've, Jacksonville, we, we've had them every week. I mean, listen, yeah. we you can't do. Uh, much but I more haven't than... been betting on them. I've just been picking them. It's like I'm afraid to. Uh, to just sort of acknowledge that they're actually kind of a better than average team. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that, I think they're among the hottest teams in the league right now. I mean, the only loss I can remember them having in the last five was that close game to the bills where they, at the very end, they let them drive the field and kick the field goal on Thanksgiving. But other yeah. than that, they're four and one in their last five. They seem to score over 30 points every game. Yeah. You know, we talked about their offense at home being so much better and certainly it is, but, you know, even when they came to the Giants, they, you know, they played outdoors. They, you know, they ran for three scores that game. They dominated the Giants. So the yeah. Giants aren't bad. I mean, it, to me, to me, to me, it's about the offense. I mean, you know, obviously, you know, Amon St. Brown, who we love, um, had another monster game. I mean, he had like 11 catches, 114 yards, a touchdown. Goff again, 300 yards passing. Both running backs scored. Uh, and the defense played really well. They actually almost knocked uh, Trevor Lawrence out of the game. It kind of looked scarier than it was. Like his knee, like bent in a way it's not supposed to bend. Yeah. And they, they, like, they, they ran him into the medical tent. They took him inside. Then he kind of just came back out. And I think he finished the game. So kudos to him. But the, the key takeaway for me in this game is Detroit didn't punt once. Hmm. They just were. They weren't stopped ever. Yeah, Jacksonville. Uh, they really laid an egg. I don't. I don't know. They were so. They must have been so happy with themselves for getting a win the previous week that they yeah. like decided to not show up this week. You know, uh, part of part of me agrees with you, but part of me also says like when you you're thinking when you see Lions on your schedule, you know, you think about the Detroit Lions over the last what 10, 20 years of our lives, and they've yeah. been a doormat. The Lions are not a doormat anymore. Yeah. The Lions are a good football team. No, I agree. So credit to them. And yeah. um, that was, uh, you know, not, I don't think it was surprising that they won the game. It was surprising that they won it by how, by, by how many they did in my mind. Yeah. You know? Vegas got it wrong, right? It was a one and a half point line and they won like 40 to 13 or something like that. So Vegas got that one wrong, the math. Yeah. Uh, let's, let's do look aheads during this show. It was 40 to 14. Let's do look aheads. Um, as, yep. as part of the Monday look back, because I think it's, it's kind of a good thing to do. And the, you know, Detroit, you're not going to believe this. What do you think the line is? The, the, the lions are at home against the Vikings this week. What do you think the line is? Lions are at home against the Vikings this week. The line is Minnesota minus three. Lions are minus one. Huh. Which 
that is to me a very trappy line yeah begging you to take minnesota begging you to ask yourself who the hell is detroit to be le- to be a favorite in this game and look Even at their records 10 and 2 right look at their records I mean, you thought the Dallas, uh, you thought the Dallas Minnesota line was off. I mean, I don't know what you think about this. Well, listen, I, you know, I've been a lot of ways, and we'll get to the Jet game in a minute because I had a lot of my bets tied into the Jet money line, as you know, and it was disappointing that they had six red zone trips against Minnesota and got five field goals and a touchdown, and that's the reason why they lost the game. I'm not overly impressed with Minnesota again. You know, you, you've been right on them that they squeeze by. They seem to win these these games. They do just enough. They hang on by their fucking, by their, by the, you know, by the, by the skin of their teeth, basically, to win these games that they're being outplayed in. And they were outplayed yesterday, too, and yet they still won. So you got to oh give them God. credit. I know. You got to give them credit. But, like. But it is the reason why, like, when we were talking about DVOA, like, they're ranked not in the top half of the league. And it's yeah. all because of games like yesterday when they got. I think they got outgained by over 150, 180 yards they by did, the Jets, yeah. and they, they won. They did, um, you know. And the, and 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 listen, the young players for the Jets continue to play well. The, the rookie running back had, you know, I think he had 15 rushes for 90 yards. Obviously, Garrett Wilson dominated the game. He had huge numbers. He had like eight catches. He was like over 160, and he missed that one deep one that would have put him. He would have had like 220 yards receiving. Yeah, Like he would have put up a Randy Moss kind of day if White didn't just overthrow him off his fingertips on that. Yeah. So he came close to having really an epic day. But still for him, that's got to be a career best, I would think. 162 yards for Garrett Wilson. But um, do you think that he uh, – you must have been slightly disappointed in the Jets' inability or unwillingness to run the ball yesterday. They ran it – you know, listen, they ran it probably this, – this kid ran it 15 times for 90 yards. That's not terrible. I know, but Mike White and Mike White can't be throwing. I think he threw the ball fifty-seven he threw times. The ball fifty-seven times. They were down a lot. You know, one thing that that really upset me about the Jets and 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 when when I had money on them was I I felt like they should have used Sauce Gardner like they would have used Revis, where they match him up against Jefferson the whole game. The Jets mm-hmm. don't do that. They leave they they leave Sauce on his side and they don't move him, and they leave Reed on his side and they don't move him. Yeah. I would have preferred to see Sauce shadowing Jefferson the whole game. Yeah. I thought they would have had a better chance to win. Jefferson had two touchdowns in that game. Yep. So uh, the one he, got, sauce was guarding him on, I on think one when he's on, on his ball. side. He, yep. When he's on his side, he's guarding him. I just think like in that type of a scenario, I think you take your best guy, you put him on him the whole game. You give him help to either the inside or the outside when he's covering him. If you have to double him, and you have to make Thielen and Osborne and Hawkinson beat you, which is what we, which is what I thought they would do. And you know what? They didn't do it, but still, the Jets did enough to win the game. They, when you're in the red zone six times in the game and you, and you kick five field goals, you know, that's an indictment on your offense. That Mike White's not getting it done. They're not, they're not coming through in the clutch when they need to. Berrios dropped a touchdown on yeah. the fourth down, hit him that right in the chest. You got to catch that. You know what I'm saying? Like, so the Jets showed me a lot. White, White had a good game. You know, the, would I have liked the defense not to give up 27 points? I mean, I didn't think they would. I thought the Jet defense would be a lot more like Dallas was. But you know what? They they weren't, and they didn't really get to Cousins. They got to him, but they didn't get to him the way Dallas got to him. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, so I was wrong on that handicap. And I was, of course, getting three and they lost by five. But I had him in money line and um, with the Giants and with the Steelers. And I lost units, you know, this week. Yeah. Because of the gimmicks. <laughs> let's uh, let's keep going and talk about Pittsburgh, Atlanta. Um, yeah. You were we right. Had, we were, you were you right. And I were on the other side. Well, you know what I underestimated in that game? Once again, it was kind of the same way that I handicapped the week before, the way that you would beat the Colts. Yes. It was the same sort of coaching slash pedigree slash preparedness. Like just when 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 all things are equal, that's an edge. And yeah. it, it ended up being, I, I feel like it was the difference. I didn't see every every play of that game. Um, cause I was watching Cleveland pretty closely, but, um, I don't know what you thought, but that was, that seemed to be a pretty big deciding factor. Well, I mean, I, first of all, I totally agree with you. Tomlin outclasses Arthur Smith. I think Arthur Smith is not a good head coach. Yeah. I mean, I've watched a lot of Falcon games somehow. I don't know why, but I always seem to either have money on them or against them. And I'm, I pay very close attention to this guy and the way he calls plays and his mannerisms on the sideline. And listen, he's dealing with Mariota who is, I would say what he's 11 years in the league. He's not, is he really a starter? I guess, I guess he is a starter at this point, but is he, he's a bottom 10 quarterback in the NFL. You know what yeah. I'm saying? He's just not great. And you know, I agree. He, they, he, they, you, you, you've been saying that about him and the more I watch him uh, and yeah. not, that I did, not that I didn't think that was true, but he's not good. He's not. I mean, listen, they, they, the kid they drafted out of USC, I think is very good. And, and now that he's not hurt anymore, Drake London, he had a touchdown for them and he's impressive. Like he, if, if they could get the ball, the pits and him, you know, and um, do they still, I think they got rid of that head case guy, right? Uh, Ridley, the guy that went crazy. Yeah. He's yeah. The they got no, rid of he's him. gone. So my, my point is though, and you have Patterson, like, but to me, it's like Atlanta's in a lot of these games late in the game and they don't execute. They don't get it done. And it, a lot of it has to do with Mariota. Some of it has to do with the coach with the play calling and he's, I've seen him mismanage the clock. I've yeah. seen him not use his timeouts properly. Like he does dumb shit, mm -hmm. but I think yesterday the Steelers, if you look at the numbers, I mean, because the defense was so bad without TJ their DVOA is not going to impress you, but sixth in the league against the run. And they were able to pretty much stop Patterson for the most yeah. part. They let up 16 points, you know, Mink Minka intercepted a ball, could have ran it in at the end of the game. He just ran it out of bounds. Yeah. So really we could have won by more than three. On a yeah. pick six there, you win by 10, and it looks yeah. a little more impressive, but um, but it's fine. And listen, pick it. Hey, you got the win. We did not win the, the, the Browns, that is. we I believe we lost at the buzzer down there. If We missed a late field goal and lost that game. That's a game you, you can't lose. That's the one you look back on, when I, and I love the Browns yeah. in that game. I was like, Brissett's going to get this done, and the offense is working. And you just you, – I, I was shocked when you lost that game early in the year. I think your defense didn't play well. The defense played really well yesterday. Really well. We'll, well get to that game, game in a minute. But one more thing on the Steeler game, just to let you know, Pickett now has gone three games in a row without an interception. Yeah, he's so playing So I right. think a lot of what he's doing is Tomlin is like sort of holding back the reins on him a little bit. Like his numbers weren't great. Um, the interesting thing was he threw the touchdown to Ironhead Hayward's son. <laughs> which, which was the first catch of his career. Oh, wow. And very emotional because uh, obviously um, his dad played in Atlanta, you know? Yeah. What do you think so, of, uh, speaking of Pickett, do you, who, who's your candidate right now? Do you think the leader is for the uh, rookie of the year? 
Uh, and I'm not, I'm not saying Pickett is part of that discussion. I think he's becoming a little bit more of it each week. I, I don't, I think he's kind of running out of time. And now that, that Ken Walker got hurt, who he was yeah. like, he was running away with it. Yeah, he was. Garrett Wilson. Could be Alave. Alave, Wilson. I don't know. I really, I'd have to look at the at the names and see what the real production has been because I'm uh, admittedly I'm not probably as caught up. I, you know, everyone thought preseason Pickens could be it, but he hasn't really done much, like on a consistent basis. I mean, to me, Alave is a name that I think he scores every week. I mean, pretty yeah. much, probably scores tonight too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. But I will say this about that type of stuff is I think my boy Jalen Hurts is locking up that MVP pretty oh, easily. He, he's. <laughs> I mean, a great game. Another great quick game. before we move off this one, let's talk about your upcoming game. Which, by the way, I so I just approved all the spreads for the week. Okay, because uh, I know everybody likes to start building. Uh, what is that look ahead line? Um, it's it's interesting. I took it off the board because well, remember last week start. I was saying, oh, I, I think Pittsburgh is going to lose and Baltimore is going to win big. And it's going to be a huge opportunity this week. Like Steelers will be getting sick. Yeah, but Baltimore didn't win big and Lamar got knocked out of the game. And Hunt, the opposite they barely happened. won that game. Yeah. The opposite happened. You right. won and they lost and Lamar's out and the line switched. Uh, you were getting three and a half. We should be minus two. Now you're now you're laying three. To be honest with you, I took the game. I took the game off the board. That doesn't seem right. I don't want people great. betting it until I know for sure what, what Lamar's status is. I don't think it's fair to like have the lineup right now. I don't think most books have it up. You know, listen, you follow, you know, you got to go with what, where you get the lines, you know, if you're getting lines fed to you from books, they have lines up. You gotta have, you gotta have them up. No, I know. Well, I get, well, I get a consensus feed from the rundown yeah, from a data provider from, from a lot of different ones. Yeah. It's interesting. I, either way, I don't like the way Baltimore's playing. And I really like the way we're playing. And I don't care, really care what the line is. If it's one, two, or three points, I'm taking Pittsburgh in that game. Yeah. I'm I think we you. I think we have a big, big advantage in this game based on just the way the last month has played out. No, the I know. Steelers, just, and I was going to do that anyway also, but I wanted to be getting three at home and not laying points. I, I understand that. I get it. I totally get it. Um, but I can understand if Huntley is in and Lamar is out, the way we've played the last three, the way they've played, why wouldn't we might be minus points at home, even yeah. though we have a, a worse record than them? They're eight and four, and we're five and seven, I want to say. Uh, yeah, you're five and seven. Okay, yeah. So, I mean, again, we said it three weeks ago. I said, you know what? The Seals need to run the table to have any sort of relevance and, and, me- and meaningful games in December. So far, they've been able to do it. They've won three games in a row playing much better with TJ Watt, even though he hasn't had a sack, but Highsmith's had a lot of sacks Yeah, and the defense plays better when he's on the field. I mean, he's their best player. You know how it yeah. is. Uh, Cappy just called me. I'm going to tell him I'm on a podcast with you. Cappy. Um, let's uh, let's move on to, by the way, Atlanta has a bye this week. Finally. Um, it's hmm. funny. They didn't have their buy until now. Denver, Baltimore. It happened. Uh, as yeah. soon as you got off Denver. Yeah. Then they, they should have won the game. They covered easily. Yeah. Well, they were getting nine and a half. Eight and uh, by, a half, I think. By the time it closed, nine, eight and a half. Yeah, I think it was eight and a half, nine. And um, listen, Lamar Jackson went out in the at the end of the first quarter. It's like, 
I don't know how much of a difference that makes, but I mean, he's clearly better than Huntley. No, I don't know. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're, they're, they're really struggling and you know, obviously so is Denver. It's just like, it's so funny. Cause I heard, I heard, uh, Russell Wilson on the radio today. Like, Did I guess, you? well, he was being interviewed about what he said to everybody in the locker room and he, he basically said, well, I just told everybody that, you know, the only two things that we can control is our attitude and our energy. And I just thought, I just thought to myself, dude, who the fuck is letting you talk? You're not even, you're not holding your own weight. I can't believe you're the voice of that team in the locker room. Are you, you're telling me he stands up in front of everybody and talks? Listen, that he's the locker room player on the team. He's the quarterback. He's won in this league. He won a Super Bowl. I don't know anyone else in that room that's won a Super Bowl. Do you? The man with the defense is, and the defense hasn't quit. The defense has played. They hard. did it even again. Without, even without Chubb, the defense has played hard. Um, admittedly, you know, you know, Baltimore doesn't have a juggernaut offense, even with Lamar. They they oh, they know. struggle to score. But but I get your point. Like Denver's defense plays hard. It's really kind of hard to keep blaming the coach here. I mean, I, I didn't like a lot of the things he did early in the year. I thought they made no sense. He had a couple of really bad losses at home as a head coach where I was really shaking my head and my this guy the right hire, but but really Russ is not great. They have a they have a ton of injuries, Jack. I mean, again, I don't have to tell you, you have the uh you get the injury reports. I mean, they they have a longer list than any other team I've seen. That's been pretty much constant all year. So they're playing with a lot of backups, practice squad guys. Russell Wilson's clearly older. He's not as good. But, you know, they did everything they could to win that game yesterday and still couldn't win it. They couldn't stop on the last drive. They mm-hmm. let Huntley beat them. I know. Down and the stretch. Not, I did not think that was going to happen. And he did, man. And you know what? I don't think Harbaugh can I think Huntley's, like, kind of very similar to Lamar. Oh, very. I mean, they very. look alike. They play yeah. alike. It's, like, crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's a very good backup for Lamar. I mean, that's all by design because it's sort of like if Lamar goes down, then they're going to keep doing what they, they do. They just run the same fucking place. Yeah. It's yeah. unbelievable. It doesn't affect them. <laughs> um, but yeah, so. Denver, I, I told you on the podcast, listen, I'm finally going to, I can't take Denver anymore. I'm sick of it. And I I said, as soon as I jump off, I know they're going to cover. And sure enough, they did. And that's what the gambling gods will do to you. They will rip your fucking heart out. <laughs> So we talked about uh, Baltimore's game. That's with Pittsburgh. Denver is at home getting nine from the Chiefs. You think they can cover that? Absolutely not. Yeah. Chiefs off a loss under the Andy Reid thing? Yeah. That game's (laughs) 49-6. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I think that that should go up. I love the Chiefs in that game. I'll put them in every three-team tease under the sun. There's no way they're losing to the Denver Broncos. No way. (laughs) something tells me that might be closer than people think, especially because of what you just said. And everyone's going to, it's going to be just a KC gangbang. I mean, I have to look back and see how KC's done after losing to Cincinnati in the past, but because Cincinnati's really proven to be their kryptonite. And yeah. we'll get to that game. Obviously Joe Burrow's three and zero against Patrick Mahomes. So I know Joe Burrow's yeah. the guy that beats Patty. You know what I'm saying? Of course. You see at the end of the game when he went like this too. He what? Did the, oh yeah. His, he did the old Mahomes thing with his hands. The money. That. I told you he's so cocky, but he's good. Yeah. Uh, let's move on down the line to yep. uh, a game you had your eye on. You did cover. Can't believe they didn't get the win. The commies yeah. came into MetLife Stadium and yeah. 
pulled off a tie. Yeah. God. I mean, I'm okay with the tie in football, I guess. I'm really not like. Especially when you're getting points. Yeah, but just in general, like I'm not a guy that wants to see that college shit, put it on the 25 yard line and do that nonsense. I, I'm not interested in that. I think the NFL, for the integrity of the league, you play an overtime period. If it's not the playoffs, you're not going to double overtime. It's a regular season game. No one scores. You had plenty of opportunities in 15 minutes. It's a full quarter of football. You can't fucking score. It ends in a tie. And that's the way it's always been. I think that's the way it should stay. I know there's a lot of people that want to change that rule. I'm not one of them. I thought both teams had chances in overtime. Yeah. I mean, this was, one of, this was one of the ones we agreed on, right? Um, yeah, we both like the Giants. I like yeah. the Giant money line, but I did take them also with the two and a half. So it um, didn't turn out how I thought it was. Like, we thought Heineke's like, luck was going to run out. And it didn't. It, it kind of like, well, first of all, you get, the Giants spotted him 10 points because Daniel Jones ended up like fucking up the beginning of the game. Yeah. Um, and he well, was the one who turned the ball over. Well, he fumbled on the, yeah. he was running and he fumbled the ball. Like that's old Daniel Jones, you know? Yeah. But um, and sure enough, Heineke did too. Heineke fumbled, I believe three times. But we said Heineke's, listen, Heineke's capable of making mistakes. He's, you know, he's, he's a charmed kid and I like his moxie, but he does, he does do some dumb shit. I mean, Speaking just, of that, by the way, of course he, he fumbled three times and I think he got it back all three times. Oh, did he really? That's that's the charmed like that's yeah. so typical. He's got like a leprechaun of course on he his got shoulder. Yeah, he's like a little leprechaun, you know. He's a, he's a very <laughs> lucky kid. I don't, I, he's very very blessed. But um, he also has McLaurin and Curtis Samuel. <laughs> I know. So I mean, he's got some athletes that he plays with that are oh, very. Yeah. I mean, that Curtis Samuel catch was huge, man. Oh, the the, I mean, uh, the circle on Madden. Yeah. <laughs> Great. What button was that? The circle button? I think it was the circle. Yeah. <laughs> the spin. Very funny, Jack. Um, but yeah, yeah, you know what? Those teams, I think, are very, very close in talent. Yeah. Like, those were among the two closest teams. When I look at them, like, wow, they're really close in talent, both teams. Yeah. You know? Washington, I think, is a little bit better on offense with their skill players on the Giants right now. But Saquon kind of equins that out because he's – I think I like Robinson a lot, the young kid, but, um, but, and obviously the Giants are missing receivers. You know, I mean, Sterling Shepard didn't even realize was on the team. He's their number one receiver. He's been out with an ACL the whole year. So the Giants are a little snake bitten with their injuries, but, um, at That's least with Dable, like, if this guy, which of these guys, if these guys make it to the postseason, I mean, seven, five, and one Washington, Giants, seven, four, and one. Yes. Giants have a game in hand. Yeah. And, and they play each other again, I think, in two weeks from now. Yeah, right? and they flexed it. They actually flexed it today. The NFL flexed that game tonight. They took oh, the wow. New England. They took the New England Oakland game out of Sunday night, put that at four o'clock. Interesting. And put in Giants at Washington Sunday night that week. Uh huh. So I okay. think that was smart. You know. Um, listen, the Giants have Philly this week, and you know anyone who's played Philly. I mean, I are we ready to jump to that game? Well. Let's Philly. let's talk about that line because it's Giants getting seven. It's in Philly, playing. the game. What's that? Is it in Philly? Um, no, it's in it's in New York. Wow, that's interesting to me. New that's Jersey. A lot of yeah, that's a lot of points. But the problem is Philly is just decimating people. Like I, I mean, if we'll jump to that game this week, I mean, and we talked about, you know, I've been telling you I thought Jalen Hurts 
has been the MVP of the league with Mahomes pretty much the whole season, right? Yeah. Yeah. Josh Allen had a hot start, but Jalen Hurts, I mean, I have him fantasy. He had 49 and a half points for me this week in fantasy. He's great. He threw for three touchdowns. He ran for one, no interceptions, 380 yards. A.J. Brown embarrassed Tennessee. I know. His old team. I know. You you and I both. I was so wrong about this game. Me too. This was the most wrong I was on any game this week. Man, I was humbled, man. I was eating some humble pie because I said to myself, you know what? Mike Vrabel, these are the kind of games. And Tennessee needed like a statement win. Like they need – I just felt like they were so ready to just – because I felt like Philly has been a little bit of a paper champion, so to speak, with their weak schedule and shit. And I just feel like if you get a good dose of Derrick Henry down your fucking throat for 150 yards and two scores and they're playing defense on you like Tennessee can sometimes, I felt like maybe that would be enough. And I was – God, was I wrong. Man, was I wrong. Oh my Me God. too. I did oh. not expect that. They were, uh, what did he have? 50 yards, 45, Derrick Henry. Like he did, couldn't get anything going. Completely irrelevant. I know. That's so typical, by the way, of Tennessee. When they, when they play bad, they play awful. They don't just ever lose, right. a, like barely lose a game. They either get blown out or blow you out. Or win. Yeah. Right. And I really thought, I was like, wow, this is such a good spot for them with Eagles, with the Giants next week, and maybe they look ahead. It's a non-conference opponent. But, man, that A.J. Brown angle, I never thought about it. The, the, um, the uh, Going back against his old team? Yeah, with the him not, the him, you know, them not. Basically, Vrabel thought he was expendable. Didn't yeah. want to spend the money on him. Yeah. Boy, he ran it up Vrabel's fucking ass, huh? That was unreal. He had a hell of a game. He sure did. Um. Oh yeah, that was uh, that was impressive, man. I, 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 like you. I could not have been more wrong about a game this weekend. And um, you know, shame on me. I, I, it's. I continue to not really believe that Philly is as good as they are. I know they really are the best team in the league. It's like I believe been... that about Dallas. Yeah, but I don't. But I don't about Philly. Well, I heard something interesting this morning on Greeny's show, um, which I guess based on on whatever math they're using or um, I forget what he referred to it as, some sort of a system that they use. Anyway, they their system has Dallas as the favorite to win the NFC and the favorite to win the Super Bowl based oh, wow. on last night's performance, which I found to be a little bit shocking. Wow. Well – if it's a mathematical model and you score 56 points, then it probably yeah, triggers it. Like the Eagles score 50 points too. I mean, uh, I, mean, I mean, listen, we talked about this weeks ago. Let's see what happens when Philly goes to Dallas. Yeah. Because that is the game that everyone is waiting to see. Oh yeah. Everyone is. When waiting is that game? That's a couple weeks down the road. I mean, the, okay. Philly has the giants this week. Um, I'm not sure who Dallas has. But that, that game is coming, and yeah. I'm sure it'll be a primetime game. They'll have to flex it, and it's going to be special to see that. Tennessee is not – I believe they have their bye because I don't see them. Yeah, anymore. I think Tennessee is a bye, and I think yeah. Tennessee, they have the – Yeah, Texans. that was part of my – that was part of my angle, by the way. And exactly. I was actually – I should have thought about it differently. I thought they want to play well going into the bye – and the way I should have thought about it was they're exhausted. They limped it. They limped into the body. Yeah. 
and said, ah, we're playing an NFC team. Fuck it. God damn. I guess we really fucked up. Listen, this league is hard to handicap, obviously. I mean, you could you could know everything you want to know about games and numbers and shit, and you still have no idea sometimes how these games are going to go. I mean, you know, I'm sure the guys in Vegas, when they made that line Detroit minus one and a half against Jacksonville, didn't think the final score would be 40 to 14. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. even, the, even, even the numbers are wrong sometimes. It is the NFL. Turnovers matter. Injuries matter. Coaching matters. There's a lot of shit that goes on in these games that, you know, is minute to minute that dictates the outcome a lot more than sometimes just the numbers and the math. Yeah. It, and which is why it's so humbling and why it's so hard. Um, Let's talk about Bears Packers. Mm. Aaron oh, Rodgers. Never in doubt, huh? <laughs> He's in doubt the whole game. Of course. Of course. I mean, I the it. fact that the Packers covered this game is a miracle. By the way, it's funny because the numbers would tell you it's not a miracle because Aaron Jones, uh, Aaron Rodgers obviously owns the Bears. But what continues to be an amazing thing for the Packers is that rookie kid, man, Watson, yeah. had two more touchdowns. I think he's played four games. He has seven touchdowns. Mm. By the way, he's he's a he's got to be high on the list of rookie of the year. You know, he hasn't played enough. He was injured the whole first part of the year, so it's kind of tough to say that. But yeah, in the games he's played. He's, yeah. he's almost scoring two touchdowns a game in the mm. NFL. It's a lot for a rookie. And once again, we saw why Justin Fields is ranked, I'm pretty sure, at the bottom of the list of quarterbacks, yeah. according well, to I told BDOA. you he's inaccurate, and he makes bad decisions, and he throws the ball over the middle late. And listen, he's chasing points a lot of times. He's chasing points into a prevent defense a lot of times where they're rushing three and they're dropping eight into coverage, and he's trying to find guys. So he's going to throw interceptions at the end of games, I mean, because based on the defense he's playing against. But still, and, and listen, Chicago can't stop anybody. I mean, I, I was amazed. In this at case, that. though, he did it. He he. They, no, I, I disagree with that. He They had the lead when this happened. He threw the he threw the the deadly interception when he was protecting a lead. In the well, he did ball. that, too, to, against Detroit to Akuda, who took the pick yeah. six. Cut into the lead, and then late in the game, when Fields was chasing, threw another pick, which he did this week as well. Threw a yeah. pick to end the game. Um, I'm just seeing if he is. He threw a pick to end the game this week again. Fields. Okay, he's not. He's not. He's not ranked last anymore. Matt Ryan has. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what Matt Ryan did last night was really unbelievable. But I Baker Mayfield. I, I told you weeks ago. Yeah. Was like Sam Ellinger is not a professional. I said, listen. Matt Ryan should never play another down of NFL football again. That's how <laughs> he bad proved, he is. He proved you right last night, but he's worse than Justin Fields. Baker Mayfield is worse. Who is, I saw he was released today. Yeah, he got cut um, today. And Davis Mills is also worse. Yeah. You know what? Baker will find somewhere to go as a backup and make a nice check and sit there. And, you know, he's capable of winning a game. You know, like there's so like this guy Purdy, right? In San Francisco, yeah. I mean, I get, I get that Shanahan's been working with him, and they call him Mister Irrelevant because he's the last pick in the draft, right? But, and he was, a, he did enough to win a game yesterday. But did you see San Francisco's NFC odds doubled? They were plus oh. six hundred. Now they're plus twelve hundred. Oh wow! Because Just by Jimmy's losing out? Jimmy. Just by losing Jimmy. Jimmy's out for the year. Broke his foot. And what happened with so Trey Lance is not is also hurt. Trey Lance is out for the year. He's got an ACL and MCL. He had a major injury. 
Oh my God. Trey Lance is fucked. He'll be back oh. next year, like like when they repair that knee. But oh, I know, that's yeah. a nine to twelve nine to twelve month um rehab. I don't believe it. So it's Brock Purdy. Yeah, but I'm wondering if Baker, if if maybe San Fran goes and gets Baker. Yeah. Like, I mean, isn't he better than Brock Purdy? Brock Purdy's played one game. Baker Mayfield's played a lot of games. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I'm just thinking, like, I'm spitballing here, obviously. But if I was Kyle Shanahan, I might say to myself, well, shit, let's just grab Baker Mayfield. And because what happens if Purdy gets hurt? Yeah, you got to do something. I mean, you need someone. You may as well get a guy that's been in the league. Who, it's not like Baker is dumb. I mean, he knows the playbook. He's just not, you know, he's a little short. And he, and he's, you know, he's obviously made a lot of mistakes. He throws bad picks and he's not great. But still, he's got to be better than some of these other options they have. I wouldn't even know. But who the even? I don't even know who is behind Purdy on the depth chart. Even no one. Have any, I just looked. He's right. he's number he's number three. In fact, Trey Lance isn't even on the list. It's just him uh, and Trey because Trey's Trey's out for the year. But I, I would say, if I'm Shanahan, I'm sure he's going to pick up Baker tonight. Yeah, he probably already did during this podcast. Right. Um. Let's move on. Wait, hold on. Let's see who the Bears and the Packers have this week, real quick. Yeah, who do the Packers have? The Lions. Oh, no, the Lions of Minnesota. You told me right. Bears, I think, finally have their bye. Um, that's Detroit. Uh, I guess they both have a bye. The Packers too. Yeah. So the Packers get that win. So the Packers are five and seven. Yeah. So they're not really dead yet. They're not I mean, dead. The only one keeping Minnesota honest though is really Detroit. Like they're they're well, they, like if they if they didn't have Green Bay and Detroit are both five and seven. This is the thing. If Detroit can find a way to beat Minnesota at home this week, that is huge for them. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, actually, Green Bay is five and eight. Oh, they're five and eight. Okay. Yeah. Detroit, because they right, because they get the bye this week. Yeah, Detroit yeah, yeah. is so, five and seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah, because I thought I thought that I thought Green Bay was out of it. They're pretty much out of it. Yeah. Uh next game was our game. Browns, Texans. Um, I was wrong about this one. I'll just say it right off the bat. I thought Deshaun Watson would come back and slice and dice the Texans with a purpose. He looked inept. Yeah. Well, and I, I feel like you were right. As you know, I picked Houston and I actually think I was on the right side, but didn't get it because if you think about it, he played, he played like someone who hasn't played in two years, which I was expecting. And and Chubb was not good. Against yeah, that yeah he actually was pretty good. He had 80 yards. That's I watched uh, I watched this whole game. I was able to pick it up on top streams. Um, yeah, on, you love that. On this new, oh, I wasn't getting it for some reason, but on this new computer I have, I don't know, maybe it's I have back. more processing, but puzzle <laughs> game, Deshaun, inaccurate, skipping balls off the turf. I mean, there's nothing that, no matter how much you practice until you feel a rush. So that I, that's what I was expecting. Even with his talent. Yeah. What I wasn't expecting. I was not expecting that. Were three touchdowns from our defense and special yeah. teams, which right. basically, I mean, Deshaun was like 12, 12 for 13 for 110. Like his, his numbers were horrible. You didn't, so you, didn't, you, didn't, you didn't win the game on offense. Chubb didn't even have a touchdown. Yeah. That's the, and, and by the way, Chubb this week, by virtue of that performance, just lost out probably on the rushing title for the year. 
Josh Jacobs. Yeah, so it was like we had, you know, we had three touchdowns from our defense and special teams, and then Cade York had a good game, which he hasn't been. He had two field goals, so that was it. Nobody scored a touchdown like well, like dude, our, our our offense. Anybody can kick it in, you know, in that stadium. I mean, come on, you know. And so, you know, the fact that Houston put up fourteen points, they they could have. They could have won the game, and we should not have scored more than twenty-one. Like they, they should have covered. Well, this is the thing. Getting eight, I, I had, I had a twelve thousand five hundred unit reverse Cleveland and over forty-four and a half. Oh my god! I was praying that somehow Houston would backdoor this over. Yeah, and it didn't happen. It didn't happen for me. Or us, like. Honestly, if well, Deshaun, if how Brissette, about that one pass, you know, to somebody, you know? Well, if Brissette also if Brissette was playing, we would have scored our 30 or 35 like we do, you know. Totally. You're right. So I I was a total misread on my part on uh, on Deshaun. And I don't know, maybe I guess maybe the questions all week about everything off the field that got to him because the players in Cleveland were saying how great he was been in practice, how accurate every ball is and how happy they are to have him back. And certainly I think it probably inspired the defense, although I'm not sure how inspired you need to be against the Houston Texans, who are literally the worst team in, I don't want to say in the history of the NFL, because I know Tampa Bay had some really bad teams back in the day when they were like 0-16, and, yeah. and the Richie Cotite Jets. But Houston is not far behind those teams. I'm telling you right They're now. They're horrible. They Even are the way fucking that, horrible. Like those – they were laughing. The defense was laughing. Like the one where he fumbled it on his own too. My God. <laughs> Did you see that? By the way, so well, that gives you five wins. We're five and seven. So you're the same as the Steelers, right? Yeah. And what's and interesting, we, if we look at us now. You beat us already. But yeah, but the fact that we play Cincy this week and we're only getting six on the road. It's a great time to be playing Cincy for you. Off the KC win. Great time for you. What a spot for you. I yeah, but the I thing is, Deshaun needs another warm-up game or three. No, he doesn't. Playing this game. He's already going to be better next week. Just by stepping on the field, he'll be better than he was this week. No, I know that. I know that. And, and, I, and I have to Houston. say, even though the arm wasn't there, the the way he moves and the willingness to run and make plays, like there were, there were so many situations where I, I said to myself, well, Jacoby would have got sacked there. And he somehow yeah. didn't. Right. Yeah. I like you guys. If that the look ahead line is six, I, I like that a lot. Really? I think it's a, yeah, because I because I think, listen, Cincinnati, I know they're on a roll here, but like that's that's like an extra special win when you beat Mahomes and you beat Kansas City. You have to be on a high that you can only come down. There's no way when they see the Browns, there's no way. I, and the only thing is they did get their asses kicked by the Browns. Well, they, they struggled to beat us. You guys killed them that Monday night game. I know that we both had where like they circled that game and it was at yeah, Super yeah. Bowl. We said it. Um, so interesting how they, if they have any animosity um, or revenge in their mind for that game, but I, I still think that you're catching them like maybe when they're a little bit like feeling themselves a little bit. I don't know. But they, they have to quickly turn them, you know, they, great. They got the day off today. Maybe they even get the day off tomorrow for that win, but they're going to come back ready to get get ready for us. I think. But I don't I think, think it's, like I think I, team... I think that line goes to seven. Like I I would be betting 
I would be betting Cincinnati here because I think they're going to start taking money. Well, let's hope it goes to seven and a half then, because at seven and a half, I might fucking full boat it. <laughs> On your wonger. Also, yeah. Houston, uh, Houston's there were no longs this week. No longs this week. The NFL is too so smart now with the longs are five and one this year. So they don't want to give you the longs anymore. They're not giving them yeah. to you. They're making the lines three or one. Yeah. I mean, they are not. Man, did they get smart on Stanford Wong? Um, Houston, speaking of Houston, they're playing Dallas. What do you think that line is? <laughs> 17 and a half, 19. You got it. No, 17. 17. It'll go to it'll go to 19 and a half. Um, because I remember, remember when Steve Young that year with the 49ers when Brad made all his money with the bookie and he was just betting San Fran in the over every week? Yeah. They had a games where they were laying 19 and a half at home and they just won by. I mean, they won 55-10. Wow. You know. Now, I'm not sure Dallas's offense is that good. And I'm not sure if the Texans, you know, if that battle of the state of Texas actually means anything. I don't even know. I mean, I. But, no way. I really felt like there, there's definitely, and it's hard to say this in the NFL because there's so much, like, performance kickers in these contracts. And everything in your future is going to be based on your – past well you're on tape it felt like a lot of guys on that team were not playing yesterday yeah, everything's on tape man no matter what these guys it, whether they play for houston next year or they're getting a job somewhere else every single play that they perform is being looked at they know that yeah so you're taking plays off and you're not trying or you know you're making a business decision not to tackle this guy yeah. you know that might affect your next contract man i mean you got to get yourself in there man it's yeah. the NFL. These guys, and that's what Bill, that's what Danny Sheridan always used to say to you. This is the NFL, NFL players, Jack. Jack. They're NFL players, Jack. <laughs> um, Miami, San Francisco. Well, nailed it. About this, this nailed line. it. Did you see this line? What it, what happened to it? Um, yeah, yeah, it went to five yesterday afternoon. Like starting at at twelve twenty, it looks like here. Yeah, it went to five and a half. Yeah, but Jack, we nailed this game. I told we knew it. I, I know. On the cast. It's a complete step up in class for Miami. They've been playing dog shit people. You wrote about it in your commissioning. Yeah. We talked about it. And you were dead right. Yeah. San Francisco. And listen, if Jimmy G didn't get hurt, it didn't even matter because it was so much better on defense. Bosa was getting around the edge and hitting Tua, which I said he would do and he did. And it's when you rattle Tua a little bit, he's not the same. I know. If you let him stand there, and also Waddle got hurt. And that was yeah. big for Miami. That was a good, that was a good trade-off for Jimmy because I actually thought when Jimmy went down that we were screwed. It, it was setting up at the end of that game, the back door was so wide open, especially mm. when they went up by nine. Yeah. I was I was certain they were going to give up a touchdown. Right. And, and they didn't. Their defense is very yeah, good in the fourth quarter, Jack. They were going to win the game by two or hold on to it or like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, just, it just, I got a sick feeling. Do you have the, um, how many, pull up how many points they let up in the second half? I'm curious. San Francisco. Um, I don't remember. I was drinking. I don't remember the exact, at that point, what was really happening with the scoring. It was, <clears throat> let me see the box score here. They got, 16 well six in the third quarter 10 in the fourth miami no it's, oh san francisco oh no, miami, i'm asking miami how seven. many points miami scored in the second half seven seven 
Right. So that's in line with San Francisco has not been allowing teams to score in the second yeah. half. I had I saw they went up seven nothing and I was like I was just like I was watching football and soccer all morning I like had to go to the gym so I left and I when I came when I, when I came back it was seventeen uh, ten at halftime so I was right. like okay so, we're back right. you know back in a good spot yeah but you took San Fran on the pod no yeah yeah me too so we Put had the game the pod, right we we picked it right and took them in the contest and you I took had, them in the contest I had but you know so far Buffalo and San Fran were my winners. My losers were Tennessee and um, uh, who was my other loser? Atlanta? No. You didn't take Atlanta, did you? Oh, I had the Chiefs. Oh, the Chiefs, yeah. yeah. Which uh, we'll talk about. Why don't we talk about that next? Um, that was the second. Well, let's just say game. this, because, I mean, I know we, we said it like a few minutes ago when we weren't talking about this game, but. So San Francisco's odds in the NFC went from plus 600 to plus 1,200 now with this. So, I mean, is it realistic to think that San Francisco can continue to win with just getting, handing the ball off to Debo with whoever McCaffrey and just playing defense? No, I don't think so either. No, I I think eventually you need your quarterback to make throws. Yeah, I, I actually didn't like their odds, just even with Jimmy. I, I actually did because I, I didn't think they, they could go all. I don't think that I don't think they could win like the NFC I, championship. I thought game. they easily could because they they'd already been to a Super Bowl with Jimmy and 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 had the lead against Kansas City. I was at the game at the Hard Rock with Cappy. I was yeah. at that Super Bowl. Yeah, and I had Kansas City, and the whole game I was miserable. I'm like, I can't believe fucking Cappy's going to win more money off me out of huge bet on kansas city yeah. and then all of a sudden the fourth quarter turned it was like unbelievable but is that the one where the lights went out? shocked me you know for san fran with this defense and shanahan and, and jimmy and and even with mccaffrey adding i was like san francisco could win this thing they could beat the eagles in with they could go in and beat the eagles in philly or they could beat dallas i didn't i don't feel that way about minnesota yeah i do I like. You Minnesota. think Minnesota can win? Can win? Can go to Philadelphia and win a game? Probably or not. Not, not the Eagles. Do, I don't go like to Dallas them. and win a game in Dallas after Dallas torched them. No, I don't think so. I don't think they're on that level. No, I do think I, I agree with you. I think San Francisco and Dallas and and uh, and Philly are kind of the elite of the NFC for sure. Totally agree. I mean, the the, the skill position players on offense for San Francisco are extraordinary, and they're the hardest hitting defense in the league. Yeah, I mean, they punish you. Yeah, when they hit you, fucking and they hurts. Did it again, and I love, it hurts I, when love I, when I love when you're D and Pittsburgh's like this too. Yes, at the end of the game when you need a sack, they bring it, man. Yeah, and that's. That's when these guys earn their money. Like that fourth quarter pressure is everything. I know. By the way, the Browns. Uh, so Miles Garrett apparently. You have Miles Garrett. He should be doing that. You know. His shoulder from the car accident. Yeah. It's not right. No. He, he's like there was. I, I saw an interview on the Browns on Cleveland Browns Daily or on the on the CBD pod. Yep. <laughs> the CBD pod, the Cleveland Browns daily. CBD. They do a daily <laughs> podcast from Cleveland, and um, and it's the guys who call the game, so they're just so knowledgeable. And they had him on, and his shoulder, you know, he's just he like everyone, he's playing through pain, but his yeah. shoulder's not right. 
So I get that. And you know, the, listen, I'm, I'm a weekend warrior guy, but I, when I, when I hurt my shoulder last year in that hockey tournament, I couldn't lift my left arm. Yeah. And I, when I went to physical therapy, it's like, you have so much um, inflammation and deterioration and you have a torn labrum and you have a torn bicep. He's like, I can't do anything for you. He sent me to a pain guy and Dr. Eric Siegel, who's the best. So he sends me to this guy. I go in, you know, when your wife was pregnant, they put that sonogram thing yeah. on her stomach and you're looking at the monitor and shit. Yeah. He's doing that to my shoulder. Mm-hmm. He's like, Oh, he's like, Oh yeah. You see that here you go. You see this, you see it. <laughs> Next thing you know, he's just starts sticking needles in. Oh, really? Wherever targeted needle injections of Toradol and lidocaine, which I'm sure that Miles is getting. Oh, yeah. And if he's not getting it two to three times a week, he's making a mistake. Because wow. what it does, he's, he's taking it speeds, whatever. It speeds up the um, healing. Yeah. And it's also water soluble. So it's not like cortisone. You pee it out in 72 hours. And yeah. let me just tell you saved my life no surgery fully back playing sports for a full year miles garrett i'm sure he's getting to, like nfl is rampant with tortle and lidocaine i mean i'm not telling you something that they don't know but i'm cool. sure he's getting those injections yeah every week his shoulder will get better but the thing about all those injections and you know this too right it's like it starts break like it's better to just lay off it rest don't put any stress on it. So the inflammation just organically goes down. Well, that's true. The All that's doing is, is masking the pain. And it's well, also not good for the for the cartilage and the ligament and the joints. It's not good to stick needles and and, well, and, and ibuprofen into it. I, I will say this. I was inactive for four months while these needles were going in my shoulder. No, you skipped golf season. Don't He's remind me. playing every Sunday with it. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's a different story. <laughs> Well, $100 million will do that to you. Yeah, and also, um, listen, he's an NFL player. I, and these guys have heart. A lot of them do. You, you, a lot of times you're like, oh, you fucking, you're quitting or whatever. And we talked about this. Yeah. You don't ever want to have a quitter on your team. But most of these guys are not like that, man. They like they, they play through pain, probably more pain than most people know. You know? What do you think of the uh, – so <clears throat> looking ahead for both these teams, San Francisco's laying three and a half to Tampa. Where's that game? That in San Francisco and Miami, Miami is, is staying on the West coast. And I I wonder if they're going to stay there or go home, but they're laying three to the chargers. I like the chargers and I like Tampa early in those, in those lines. I would take that three and a half right now with Tampa for sure. That's a, that's really, I, I, I like, I like San Francisco because it's a short week and they got to go to the West coast and they're not good. So all three of those things like make me like the 49ers. Um, and on the other game, I, I don't know. I have to think about that one. I'm not, I don't, I don't really have, have a, have a thought there yet. You know, listen, let's see what's going to go on tonight. I, I mean, listen, the saints have a great track record against Tampa. Tampa beat the saints this year, uh, 20 to 10 in new Orleans early in the year, to break that trend. And I, yeah. I, I love Tampa tonight. I mean, I, but we'll get to that eventually, but man, I, I can't believe the line came down to three. I think it's a gift, and I think yeah. I think Brady's gonna fucking. I think that Dalton sucks, and the Saints are done. And I think Tampa knows if they win this game, they're six and six, and they make a playoff push like they always do. They win the division. I love Tampa tonight at home. I cannot believe the line is only three. I'm shocked. We got a twenty dollar bet on that. You know I love the Saints. You do right? Yeah. 
I'll do the Venmo with you. Done. 20 bucks? All right, good. Three dollars, uh, minus three. Tampa's minus three. No, no, three and a half. Is it three and a half? Well, that's my line. I got three on your site today. I don't want three. I pushed one. you all in, by the way, and uh, recognize the skills. Did you really? Yep. <laughs> Good luck. Well, we'll talk later if that if <laughs> okay. you want to give me three and a half. Next game is okay. um, Seattle at the Rams. This was brutal for C. I mean, I, I didn't touch it because I I already lost. I told you I lost confidence in Seattle. They're regressing, but um, I was surprised of how <laughs> of how the Rams played. I don't know I think, what I think happened. everyone was surprised, by the way. They had no players playing and they played like they went out there and played. I don't know if Seattle's defense is just bad. I mean, Seattle's defense has been bad all year, but you got to give Geno Smith credit, man. At the end of the game, he marched him down the thing. He had a career game. Geno yeah. Smith has never thrown for as many yards as he threw for 367 yards, three touchdowns, and the game winner in the fourth quarter when they needed it most. 36 seconds left. So, yeah. I mean, Geno Smith is, I mean, I know it's hard to imagine that he's in the top five in the MVP discussion, but I think right now I'd put him at four. I would put Jalen, Mahomes, Josh, and Geno on my top four for the MVP. Right really? Now. Yes. Geno Smith's had an extraordinarily good year. Look at his numbers. Seattle was not supposed to be winning. They're winning despite of the horrible defense. I mean, they're how you allow the Rams, who the fuck was even quarterbacking for the Rams? Can you believe, I mean, I want you to tell me what happened in the locker room of the Rams at halftime or before the game that may, was it, did, did, did Bobby Wagner stand up and look every single person in the face and say, we're not fucking losing this game to Seattle. Maybe. And if any one of you on this team brings half an effort today, I'm going to fucking cut your head off. That's amazing. I mean, he must have. I didn't who even else would have realized done? that. I didn't realize that Bobby Wagner angle. I mean, I'm just I'm just trying to create a narrative. I don't know what happened. I don't know why they showed up. I don't either. I thought the Rams were dead and buried. I thought <laughs> they'd mailed it in. Stafford's done. He's got a neck injury. Hup is out. Robinson's out. They can't run the ball. I'm telling you, Bobby Wagner. Said, I dare, play. I fucking dare one of you guys to show up today with less than 100%. I'll tell you this, man. They had to lead the whole game. I know. I had Seattle in a teaser. Okay? Yeah, yeah. Oh, thank God. I had Seattle in a teaser with the with the Chargers. Yeah. Plus eight and a half. And believe it or not, that Seattle game went to six and a half before kickoff. So somebody knew that the Rams were going to show up. Well, what was the Wolford story? I mean, I see Bryce Perkins was. No, Wolford that. played. No, I know. Maybe, maybe that's and, and why. He, and he was good. He was good for that point. But man, he was, he was professional. He was good. He was fast. Yeah. He was running. Like I, 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 I he was like, uh, he mattered. Well, this is the thing. I, the problem with that bet was, first of all, when you're laying seven and a half with Seattle on the road and you have to play with that defense. You're, that's trouble because they they can't stop anybody. The Rams were in a good spot. They 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 got embarrassed the week before by the Chiefs. Everyone wrote them off. Oh, uh, it was like but you think if you would have known Wooford was playing and not the other kid, you think you would have taken the Rams plus the points on the pod? No, well, no, because of how again because of how 
bad. They played the week before, and Aaron Donald was out. Aaron Donald was out. I mean, Wolford Wolford is the backup. I know. I know. Um, so he is and number two on the depth he, chart. He played last year at a playoff. But no, I wouldn't. Have, I wouldn't have taken him. I I did think I and I think I said it on the pod. I thought it was too many to be laying uh, on the road for Seattle. But we laid it. We laid it anyway. I know. Because I my opinion was that the Rams are, are decimated on, on decimated with injuries, and they have none of their starters playing. And Seattle needs to win the game. I know, and that's it why. Does. I guess it was because it was a division game. Yes, uh, maybe or like I, they didn't re- like what Houston did. They quit. I thought the Rams were going to quit, and I and I have I just have this like narrative that Bobby Wagner refused to let anybody quit. You might be right, and I'll tell you this is interesting because the trends have sucked this year, but the trends were heavily favored on the Rams in this game. Really? Like, oh yeah. The Rams against the spread against Seattle, especially in LA, is an enormous advantage for them. Wow. But, that, but that's with so I threw that out because number one, they haven't been good. And number two, Stafford's not playing. And I was like, oh, this doesn't even matter. Yeah. But imagine that. It came through. The trends were right. And they covered, you know? Mm. But Seattle got the win. You got to give them credit. And the teaser, yeah. they got it done. Geno Smith had a really solid game. Um, the problem with the Seattle is the defense. That I don't know how you can win in the playoffs. I mean, the playoffs are not normally games where you're winning 42 to 40. I mean, right? I mean, yeah, they're laying. I don't know. I, I just. Let's move to this week. They're, they're laying a more reasonable number at home to Carolina, uh, three and a half. Sam I, Darnold. I like, like he reclaimed his job. Yeah, I think I like Seattle in that one just on first look. And then. Um, the Rams are playing the Raiders and they're getting six at home. Raiders wow. Been on, Raiders have been absolutely on fire. I agree. And we're going to talk about that next. But I, I say when I first look at that line, I think that's too many for the Raiders to be laying on the road. Maybe, six. but we'll see. If Aaron Donald doesn't play again. I mean, I, you know, it's one thing for the Rams to get up with Bobby Wagner against a team that he would played his whole career against and was cut from. But yeah. it's another thing for them to give a shit about playing a game against an AFC team. You know, I mean, the Rams are four and nine. I mean, the Rams are done. Mm-hmm. I, 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 and the Raiders are playing real football. I mean, the Raiders could kill the Rams. Kill. Yeah. Now, oh that, 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 that may be a game that they don't care about. I'm curious what the trends say. Let's move love, on to... I, um, honestly, I love the Raiders in that game. It's only really? six. It's only six and Stafford's out, right? Yep. Oh, I love the Raiders in that spot. They're, I mean, the Raiders are playing great football. Josh Jacobs is going to win the rushing title. Yeah, another Matt huge... Stafford is on IR. Yeah, he's done. Stafford's done for the year. He has a neck injury. Yeah. But let's talk about the Raiders, um, the Vegas game, because that was that was that Charger game. You know, Chargers had a 10 nothing lead. They blew that lead. Yeah. And Vegas... I mean, listen, Chargers backdoored it for me for plus the eight and a half and lost like seven. Yeah, but they hit Josh a long, Jacobs, long TD to, to, to two to uh, Devontae Adams. Uh, Keenan Allen's Keenan Allen had the yeah, TD. Keenan Allen back. backdoored it, right? Yeah, he backdoored it. Yeah. Yeah. But Devontae Adams had two touchdowns. The offense looked really, really good. 
Um, uh, they looked Josh, incredible. They looked Josh like Jacobs, one of the best teams in the AFC. The Josh Jacobs is is going to win the rushing title. He now has thirteen hundred yards, so he's he's about two hundred yards ahead of Chubb and about two fifty ahead of Derrick Henry. Now Derrick Henry, when he plays the Texans, normally rushes for two hundred yards. So let's and they Twice still play him one more time. You know. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I continue to be impressed by these guys, and I haven't been riding them. This is like another. You got to identify these teams when they're hot and get on them and bet on them while they're hot. I did on the pod. I had the Raiders. I was very psyched to have them at home. I know they've been playing better. The Chargers, there's something wrong with the Chargers. I've been saying this. I've been saying this all year. You want the Chargers to be what they were last year. They're not that team. They're just not. They're not. You think they keep waiting every week? It doesn't happen. You think they need to have Williams and. Um, yes, Keenan Allen healthy. Hundred percent. It's the run. It's it's their 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 defense their isn't line, as good as they were too. I guess Boza's out. Their God offensive matters. line's not as good either. They lost the big offensive lineman, and you know Eckler's great, but you know I think I think you need to have when you have their full complement of receivers, it's a big difference when you have your one, your number two, and then all of a sudden that kid Palmer or you know what I'm saying as yeah. your three is really is really tough. They have Everett at tight end. I mean, they have skill guys, but they can't keep these guys on the field. They don't they I don't think they've played a game this year with all their players. And also Eckler is not, I don't know, he's not a like a power back. Not at all. I mean, he's, he's only got he's only got 564. He's projected to have another 300. I mean, that's that's not great. Best. Yeah. But he catches a lot of balls out of the backfield. I know he's like that scat back type. Yeah, they like to throw it to him a lot on screens, and he's very elusive. Yeah, you know. The yeah, there's. Is, I, I agree with you. There's something. There is something wrong with them. There's something and, off. And also, I feel like he. Uh, I feel like Herbert's having a bit of a down year. Just his own personal performance. He 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 does a lot. Of, he makes a lot of bad throws, like you said. I'm Weird down on Herbert. Things. I mean, I know everybody wants to put him in the Hall of Fame already, and they, you know his skill set and this and that. And I get it, and I Reed loves him and blah blah blah, and he yells at me, but he hasn't been great. I have him in fantasy. He, his his numbers are pedestrian. He he doesn't win games at the level uh, that you would think a guy like of his stature would win games. He loses a lot numbers of games. Are pretty good. Twenty and seven, like TD to INT ratio. That's that's pretty solid. It's not awful, but the, the problem with them is that I think their coach is supposed to be a defensive-minded coach. Mm-hmm. They went out and got Khalil Mack, and their defense is worse than it was last year, not yeah. better. So that's weird. I don't, he's that still got sense. tremendous upside, in my opinion. I mean, he's only 24. So if he gets – the Chargers get into the playoffs, let's say, as a seven seed, do you actually think they can go on the road and beat somebody? It depends how healthy they are. Um, but I, I, you know, they're like a bubble team right now to me. Totally. They're, they could easily lose out. I mean, they're six and six. The AFC seventh spot is up for grabs. I know. There are a million. As a Browns fan and a Steeler fan, you and I are looking at a team like that and looking at them to fucking step aside. (laughs) And I want to beat the, I beat the Ravens at home this week and we're six and seven. And suddenly you could you, and you go in and sweep Cincinnati, you catch them in the right spot. You're six and seven, and they have Who to play. Knows? You have Watson back now. Maybe yeah. Watson gets hot. I know, I know. So listen, 
there are years where nine and seven will get you in. Nine and eight, I'm not, I've never seen, but I mean, 17 weeks. I mean, we've only had how many years with the 17 game shit? Not many, but yeah, I think it's only been a couple of years. But you know, there was that year with Seattle with with uh, with uh, Hasselbeck was seven and nine, yep. and hosted a playoff game and won it. Didn't the Giants do something like that? Or that the Giants was that? did it too. That's yeah. right. Yeah, Eli. so it can be done. Again, we always talk about it. You want to play your best football in December. And right now, you start stringing together wins. I mean, Steelers win this game against Baltimore this week at home. That's four in a row with Pickett. I'm just saying, yeah, I've seen weirder things happen. Yeah. Um, what do you think of chiefs Bengals? I thought it played out exactly how I thought it would. I thought it would be a three-point game and that Cincinnati would win the game at the end with Burrow. And I just – I don't know what it is about – I mean, it was extremely competitive. I mean, hard-hitting. Wow. I mean, they don't like each other. I thought it would be a three-point game that the Chiefs win. Yeah. And I feel like for the second second week in a row, I lost – I was on the wrong side of that fucking moving scrum. Where they where they hold the guy up and rip the ball out. They did it to Kelsey. They did it to Kelsey. That was yeah. that was the most important play of the game. That was the mind. play of the game. That was the play of the game. And it was uh, the week before it happened to me with what wasn't it? Uh, what's his face on the Colts? They oh with uh, Jonathan Taylor. Didn't they hold him up and rip the ball out the week before? And I lost Steelers. Yeah. Yeah, we did it. Yeah. But I was on the right side of that. I was on the wrong side of that happening uh, twice in a row, two weeks in a row. So I I can't remember right now, but still that was so critical because we were up by, we were up by three when that happened and marching that happened on the, on the plus side on the 35 yard line on the 38 or something. And if we went down and scored there and went up by 10, it's just a totally different game. Yeah. I got to say, I mean, I, I, I bash Burrow a lot because I don't like his cocky attitude and I don't like the shit he says in the press conferences sometimes as a young player. I think he should check himself a little bit. But, I, I mean, he is really, really good quarterback. And my whole life, Cincinnati has pretty much sucked. I mean, I know Ken Anderson and Nicky Woods and, and certainly Collinsworth. Dude, they had that, that run was, against. That was 40 yeah. years ago. I'm just saying in my life, and I'm old, but they had that team that went and they beat Dan Fouts at home in that zero degree day. And they went and they lost to Montana uh, with, with the throw to uh, Jonathan Taylor. But, and also Carson Palmer probably had maybe a year or two where you thought, wow, you know, Seattle, but Cincinnati might be good. But I, I don't remember, like to me now, like Cincinnati, I don't remember them my entire life being this dangerous of a team. Like going to Cincinnati now is not easy. Oh, yeah. Where you used to be like, oh, we're in Cincinnati this week. And win every yeah. time. Yeah. Cincinnati now is really well put together, pretty well coached. I think they're, they're, they're coaching. I still question. I'm not. A, I'm not. Well, a, all these that, young coaches do shit that you that you don't agree with. That, that that's, call that heat that Zach yeah. Taylor made on the fourth and one with the sweep that got stuffed. I thought that was going to be uh, that was a, I thought that was another critical moment of the game that did not yeah. work out for them. I don't know. I, I, Sometimes I, if I have to make themselves, that, I'll say it now. If I have to make that bet again, and I'm sure I'm going to at some point this year, I'm going to take the Chiefs again. In Kansas City? 
wherever. If it's in the playoffs. You like Andy versus, even though that Burrow's 3-0 and this guy, Zach Taylor's 3-0 against Kansas City. Yeah. He hasn't proven it to you yet that he's better than them. No, I'm going to. You need, to, you need one s- more loss. You just need, you need one more loss. <laughs> <laughs> like Porky's. <laughs> and he keeps going back. <laughs> uh, oh, that's awesome. So we'll see. And then, uh. Let's finish off with the night card. Well, we got to talk about tonight's game real quick. Can I just say one thing? I do enjoy, and it doesn't happen often, but I do enjoy watching Mahomes walk off the field with a loss. I feel good inside. Really? I don't. I don't. I he, do. He's not the kind of guy that I uh, I necessarily root against. I the like way, watching the, the way, Like, I feel that way about Tom Brady. Well, it's easy to hate Tom. Yeah. And it's not, and it's not because he went to Michigan. It's just, there's something about him that I don't, that I don't like. And maybe it was all the years winning in new England, or maybe it was just, just the fact that he, I, I never sort of could believe that he got a, Like he performed or got away with what he did by just standing there and throwing the ball. Yeah. I mean, if he never had passer, to run pocket passer, pocket passer, the and ultimate sur- pocket passer. Surgical surgical and smart so he knows when he goes to the line he knows exactly who's blitzing who's dropping into coverage who's coming what to do how to shift the line how to get his protection he's outsmarts people oh i know and he he i I saw some uh one another quarterback say this about him that he always makes the throw he's supposed to make every time uh, 100% of the time, if he's supposed to go to option number one, wh- whether oh. it's one, two, three, or four. Oh, is that true? He goes to that one every 100% of the time. See, that's surprising to me. I would I would think that if that read is not like he's good at reading the defense and he he would go into his progression if it's not there. No, that that you're saying what I'm saying. Oh, oh. I thought if, you were saying he always forces the ball to that. No, no, no matter if oh. option one is open. Right. He, he will throw it to option one 100% of the time. If it's open. If it's open. Well, a lot of quarterbacks will go, oh, yeah, I got that guy. Okay, let me see what else is there. Yeah. He doesn't do that ever. By the way, that cost me the game this week in the JFL. No way. What I did. You overlooked the so check down? I, we were winning 4-2. I, I was on fire. Unstoppable. First four drives, touchdowns. Yeah. Like, I was throwing the ball great. No incompletions, no interceptions. Something happened. I tried to hit a deep corner route. I underthrew it. Guy jumped up, intercepted it. They came down, scored. It was 4-3. Moving the ball down again, another corner route. This time, it was just a bad throw. Intercepted. But the last one, my number one read was a skinny post in the end zone. He was wide open. Why didn't you? Didn't throw it to him. My best receiver. Didn't throw it to him. Why? Because I saw that the, the coverage off off the outside guy was 20 yards back. And I just threw it and I let him. But I threw it too far in front of him. And the guy picked it off and ran it back 95 yards. Now I'm sprinting. <laughs> and now I'm sprinting after this kid who's half my age. And I dive to try and get his two-hand touch. I got one hand on him. They ran it back for a pick six. We lose 5-4. Oh my God. My worst game, my worst fourth quarter of in a long, long time. I mean, I, I blew the game and I had been so good. Like 
two Sundays in a row, Thanksgiving. I had five touchdowns, no picks. I mean, I have been really good this year. And the first three quarters of this game, I was just unstoppable. Mm-hmm. And then something just happened. Yeah. And it all turned. And I I'm woke up here, buddy. So you follow, sore. follow the Tom. Remember what I told you about Tom Brady next time you take the field. Yeah, yeah. You got to throw it to your number one guy if he's open. You have to. That's for sure. Uh, last game, Dallas Colts. I mean, we talked about it a little bit. We don't have to spend much time on this, but um, my I lord, I went to sleep listen, last night and I thought it was it. over. It wasn't. You got to get you got to give the Colts credit for fighting at least in the beginning of the game. I didn't think they had it in them. Well, you you texted me and you said, Dallas, I should I should resend you that text. You thought Dallas wasn't well, Dallas thought, sucks. Yeah, it was twenty one nineteen. I fell asleep. I'm like, I'm done. I turned it off. Oh my god. And they had like 30-something points in the fourth quarter. I, I couldn't even believe the score yeah, when I woke up. I could that not 34. believe how different it was from the three quarters that I watched. Yeah. From where it ended when I woke up. I was yeah. stunned. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'll take the win. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, uh, <clears throat> anytime you get a win against the spread, it's good, you know? I just want to see that box go, oh, God, 33 points in the fourth yeah. quarter. I think that's an NFL record, Jack. I think it is, too. But it's all like uh, – that defense. I mean, Matt, Maddie was just throwing picks. Yeah, that's what he does. That's what Maddie Ice does, man. He throws picks. So, I don't know what what those two are doing this week, but uh, are the Colts? Do the Colts have a bye? I think they may finally get their bye. Dallas plays the Texans. You said, I think no. Yeah, Dallas is playing. I think the Colts have a bye. So Dallas is laying seventeen. Okay. Um, before we go thoughts on tonight, I mean, we talked about it a little bit. I, I love, I love the trends for the saints in this game. And I think, uh, especially on the road in Tampa combined with the fact that, so I have, I have the trends, I have the desire, I have a division battle. I'm getting three and a half in the contest and Tampa hasn't been playing well. And, uh, I mean, they struggled, they, they struggled against our defense last week to score. And the same yeah, you know, shitty defense. weather. You know, they were playing in the cold and the rain and the and 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 it I wasn't it. I, weather was fine in the Cleveland game. Yeah, I don't know. It was wet and rainy and cold and miserable, like it always is in Cleveland. And honestly, Brady doesn't like that weather. You love saying and, that. <laughs> yeah, I do. And and Brady doesn't like the weather. And I will say this: I, I would be stunned if Tampa Bay is not super focused tonight. Um come out here and and you know they know what's on the line that if they win this game they win the division that's it well it's as simple as that that's it's as simple as that atlanta's buried and the saints will be four and eight or four and nine and the honestly honestly, here's the thing y'all there's one game separating the entire division okay buccaneers and and falcons are you know buccaneers are five and six Atlanta's five and eight. They're finally getting a bye. But I'm just saying, no one has more than five wins. Atlanta's done. And Carolina, I'm just saying, Atlanta and Atlanta and, and Tampa both have five wins, and Carolina and the Saints have four. So you have five wins in that division. This is what I in my write-up on the newsletter. Right. But your line is if Tampa wins tonight, tied for lead. if they go, if they win tonight, they go to six wins and they take a stranglehold on the division. And they're six and six, and uh, at, and by the way, and they're at home, and everyone is betting New Orleans. That line is down to three. 
I, I love that. I, I, I think the line move here is wrong. I think the trends are wrong. I think Andy Dalton on primetime is horrible. You're going to say to yourself, how the fuck did I bet on Andy Dalton on Monday Night Football? I very, I very well maybe. You're not wrong about that. Um, and I hate him. And yes. so, like, if, if, if it happens, then, you know, shame on me. Yeah. Because, but I know uh, you're playing the done, trends. He's done it to me before. You're playing the trends, which – and the Saints have been good historically against Brady and against Tampa. I'll give you that. You know, Kamara to me is a wild card now. Some games he shows up, some games he doesn't. Alave's been great. If Alave if, if Alave gets two scores tonight, do you think it's high scoring or low scoring? Low, and I'm I'm count again. I'm I'm a big part of my handicap is counting on the continued struggles of the Tampa offense. Which see, I I don't see that. I I, I see that that offense as being ready to explode on someone, like Julio Jones, Mike which they Harris, haven't done yet. This Chris season. Godwin, this young running back. The, the young tight end. I mean, they are ready to torch somebody. Which they have not done yet this season. Correct. And is Lattimore playing? Because I think Lattimore's still out. I'll tell you and right If they now. don't have Lattimore, they're in trouble covering these guys. Um, I think he came back to practice this week, but only limited. He has a very bad injury. Questionable. So, I mean, let me just tell you, for the sake of your bet, you need Lattimore to play. Not expected to be active, according to Sarah Walsh of the NFL. Yeah, I don't think I don't think he can go. I think I think the Saints are in big trouble tonight. I know you have Cam Jordan, who I love, and Jesus and the linebacker. I love I love that last. linebacker. Yeah, on the Saints. Oh, I love Which him one? so much. Demario Davis. I yeah, think yeah, it's just incredible. Oh. Yeah. And by the way, I love the linebacker on Tampa. He's incredible. Um, Monte David. Oh my God! Oh. Two of the best middle linebackers in the game are playing against each other tonight. Give me some hitting out there. Can't believe it. Lat- Lattimore has a lacerated kidney. Yeah, he lacerated his kidney. It's very bad injury. Yeah, I saw. It. It's not good. How do you do that? I think when you get hit so hard in that area that you it like cuts your kidney. Like it, it's it's you have internal bleeding. Oh, it's fucking horrible. Brutal That's game. When you piss blood, by the way, have you ever yeah. pissed blood? It's brutal. It's like my worst fear. Every day yeah. I wake up and I take a normal pee. I thank God. Thank God. <laughs> thank God. I like golf. <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy. Great show. Um, everyone have a great week. Hope to see everyone at wantamakeabet.com. As always, um, these leagues are heating up. We're heading toward. We're heading toward the bowl season. I'm happy to. Uh, Mm. I was happy to see the Buckeyes slide into that four God, spot. I knew you were. God, you must and, uh, have been thank so happy. You to, uh, thank you to one of our writers, Tom uh, Gabriel Rausch, mm. who's one of my new writers from California, did a great write-up last week about that game. Um, and he picked he picked Utah over Utah USC. He did, a very USC. Deep, he did a deep analysis of it. He loved U- uh, Utah in the game. So thanks to Gabriel for putting that out there. And, and a reminder to everyone, to keep checking our blog because uh, I think I have five like full-time writers now that are bringing stuff to the table every day. We got college and NBA basketball covered. Um, we have NFL as always. I, I, I chip in on that, but um, we have world cup coverage. So stay tuned to the blog and, uh, and have a great week. Yeah. And good luck to your selections. And, and you know what? Buckeyes are back in it. Who knows?
We're back in it. We're playing Georgia. You know, we're playing the beast at a shot to take on. Well, if Michigan wins, I mean, what a, what a game that would be a rematch. I was way, hoping that it know. would be, I don't, I don't know, know how we didn't get the, I thought it was, I thought we would be ranked third when that whole thing happened after, after TCU lost. I don't know. I don't how think they, I don't think they wanted, I don't think they wanted to put a match, a, a rematch right there. Yeah, I think you're right. You're say, right. I think they wanted to say, listen, we, I, Ohio State got a little bit lucky here, but we're putting you against the Wolves in round one. Yeah. You, you, let's see if you can beat Georgia. You want the rematch or beat Georgia? And by the way, you might be able to beat Georgia. Yeah. You get That's that funny. Michigan game out of your system, you know? The line, the line came out at seven in that game and immediately went to six and a half. Doesn't surprise me. Huh. Ohio State, man, that offense, the quarterback's good and you have a lot of fucking talent. Yeah. I don't know how great your defense is this year. And, but no, you know, it's an off year. I love that over, whatever it is. It's that kid Stetson Bennett. Like I, he's so little. I'm like, it's hard for me to buy into that guy. But the guy does win. I will say, <laughs> he does win. Good luck with your Rangers tonight. God, we need a win, Jack. We got to get off the Schneid. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We're struggling. Are you? What's your record? There's a lot of hockey. We're 11, 10, and whatever. But we're we went to the Eastern Conference Finals last year. I mean, we're supposed to be better than this. We're not good. You know. So right. it's a lot of concern. They're wondering if the, if the coach is going to survive this. Supposedly Jimmy Dolan's getting a little itchy. You know, <laughs> you know what happens with that fucking guy? Trigger finger. You know, my friend went to high school with him and he said, you know, Jimmy's not a sports guy. He's a music guy. He wore black socks to gym. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget. I was, uh, I was with Cappy in Vegas like 20 years ago and we were at a strip joint. And oh, yeah. um, Olympic Garden. And he goes, hey, and, I, and he saw someone he knew and he, I looked up and it was Jimmy Dolan. That's right. Cappy went over and shook his hand and then we I all- I was there. Oh, you were there? Yeah. I didn't know Jimmy Dolan was like five foot nine, five foot eight. Short little dude worth five, millions, th thanks to his dad. Five three. <laughs> yeah, five three, short little dude. Buddy, have a great week. Uh, I'm sure we'll talk uh, before the Friday show and I'm looking forward to that either way. All right, listen, text me uh, if you want to Venmo tonight's game, whatever the live line is. Okay, sounds good. Later, brother. See you, man. Be good.